Welcome to the Network Marketers Den, the ultimate podcast for network marketers who are looking for ideas and knowledge to grow, develop, and level up their network marketing business. I'm Janet Metzger, your host, and I can't wait to share with you what we have today. Welcome to the show. Hi, everyone. It's Janet Metzger, and I'm so happy to be here with you today. You know, um, I believe there's no such thing as luck, but I do think 13 can be your lucky number. There's 13 skills to master if you want to be a truly successful network marketer. And I've learned this over my many years of being in the business, having worked with the best of the best, having had tremendous mentors. So that's what we're going to do in today's podcast is we're going to talk about the 13 skills that you want to master as a network marketer. So here's skill number one. It's about goal setting. Well, it's not only goal setting, it's about goal getting. You see, network marketers really need to have a big, crazy goal. It keeps them focused, and it's so important during the times when you're struggling a little bit, it's a little lean, you're getting frustrated. And a crazy goal to me is something that is so big that you don't know how you're going to achieve it. Uh, it scares you a little, but it excites you at the same time, and it's going to keep you going. Going along with that, it's really important for you as a leader that you need to help your team set those type of goals. And you need to have those goals based on what they really want, not what they need. And where you're going to really win is when you know what those goals are and that you constantly remind them as they get frustrated or stuck, whatever the case may be. Of course, along the way, you're going to be setting and helping others set goals that I like to call mile markers. They're achieved along the way and you're working towards your crazy goal. So getting skilled at setting goals for yourself and for your team is huge. The next skill set that is important, very important, is relationship building. Not only uh, relationship building, but enhancing your current relationships. It's changed a lot with the advent of social media. And uh, what I see happen too often, and honestly, it's not just social media, but too often people go right to the close. Nothing turns me off more when somebody hasn't earned a right to talk to me. I, that's really how I believe it. Uh, and I'm not the only person that I know that this turns off. So how do you start to develop a relationship? Well, this is something you already know, but why don't we practice it? You really need to find a common ground. You need to be genuinely interested in the person. And, you know, my mentor, Bob Proctor, says this. I love it. He says, uh, you need to uh, be interesting. And if you're interested in somebody else, they're going to find you interesting. So be interested. Find that common ground. Play ping pong with them. Have the conversations go back and forth. It's not a one conversation they answer and that's it. You go back and forth with the conversations. And this is going to lead you to the bridge. You're going to have to learn how to bridge to talk business, but I firmly believe that you've got to earn that right to bridge over to business. This 
really does include your current relationships, whether they're with customers or their team members. It's important that you check in with them periodically. Too often we forget about them. And I just want you to remember this because my mission really is to help you to not only to grow your business by adding people, but reducing your turnover. And too often we forget about those people. And you know what? People don't quit companies or uplines. They quit you. So don't forget. Selling skills. Wow, this is a big one. And it covers so much, anywhere from prospecting to recruiting to selling a product to influencing others. There's all kinds of things. I laugh when people say, uh, well, you're a born salesperson. Well, here's the deal. Nobody is a born salesperson. Selling is a learned skill that anybody can learn how to do. And you can learn to do it without being pushy. And the key there is you've got to be able to ask the right questions. I always say, act like you're a three-year-old and just keep asking questions and questions and questions, kind of peeling that onion and gaining information. You see, because what you're really trying to do is find out what their problem is. And then once you know what their problem is, you can help them to solve the problem because that's what you're in. You are in the business of solving problems, but you gotta know what those problems are, and that all involves asking the right questions. Another biggie, communication skills. You know, to me, the art of communication is really a lost art. Uh, people don't have live conversations anymore that's not to say all of these other methods aren't wonderful, but you still have to be able to be skilled at having a live conversation. And what makes it so difficult anymore with all the different methods of communication is that there's just so many out there. There's so many ways to talk with people. And here's the thing. You have to become good at all of them. You have to become really good at all of them because it's so important to remember that it's not how you like to communicate. It's how the people you're communicating to want to be communicated to. And that's a big mistake that many network marketers make is that they use their preferred method of communication, not the person that they're dealing with communication. And remember, your, your goal is to have them hear you. So you just simply have to ask, what's your preferred method? And then you want to adapt to them. And then there's another one that uh, you do it every day in your business, and that is presentation skills. You know, it's been said that people are more afraid of public speaking than of dying. But here's the thing. Presentations don't have to be this big ta-da. They can be a one-to-one one to 5,000, one to 10,000, small group, large groups, the basics are all gonna be the same. What I have found when people struggle with their presentation skills, it's because they're so worried about memorizing what they're going to say. Now you do have to practice. That, I practice everything. Anytime I do a video, it's not the first time that I do it, I have practiced it. So. You've got to practice it, but you don't have to memorize because the truth of the matter is, as a network marketer, 
you're a storyteller. Whether it's your story or somebody else's story, people listen to stories and it's easier to remember what you're going to say. But here's what's really important when it comes to your own personal story, you got to be really, really good at it. Really good at it because you're the only one that has that story. And quite frankly, you have to have several different stories because it depends on the situation. It depends on the people that you're dealing with. You can't just wing it. It has to have a beginning, a middle, and an end. There's a lot more to it. But you've got to practice these and you've got to think of all of the different situations. And ideally, this is another area that's pretty important, is you can't have this story go on and on and on and on and on. It should be less than two minutes. So you've got to become a really great storyteller and a great presenter. Customer service. Customer service is oftentimes ignored by distributors and network marketers, but it is a biggie for you. So I would ask you to think about who are you serving? Who is your customer? Now, people have a tendency to think it's only somebody that is purchasing the products from you. But really and truly, you've got a long list of customers. You've got your team members, you've got your upline, and you've got your company. So you're serving all of the time. And network marketers that have this attitude do better than most because they are in the business of serving. You know, there's that old adage, you want to treat others like you want to be treated. And that truly is what you need to do in your business. You've got to be able to do what you say that you're going to do. Don't overcommit, especially when it comes to a timeline. If you're not going to make that timeline, let them know, hey, I'm working on it. And this is something else that I, I find is important. Uh, and for those that are successful in their business, they always set the standard right up front. They say, I'll get back to you in 24 to 48 working hours. Okay? If they get back to them earlier, they're a hero. You see, you don't want to be on call 24-7. Okay? And remember this, customer service for your team members does not mean that you do it for them. It means that you help them, you show them how to do it, because at the end of the day, they really and truly want to be able to help themselves. Another very important skill is you got to be organized. Um, sometimes people look at this as being time management skills, but I'm going to tell you, I don't believe there is any such thing as time management. You can't manage time. Everybody's got the same 24 hours, but you can manage your activities, and that's what you need to be able to do. You need to be able to stay organized to do this because, you see, you're juggling a lot of things. In your business, there's a lot of things that you juggle. If you have another job, um, if you have a, a family, you've got your home life, your personal life, your leisure life, there's a lot of things to do. And I'm not talking about putting together a to-do list. I'm more about a to-don't list, to, be, to tell you the truth. I'm talking about making sure that you've got it on a calendar. I have studied uh, firsthand with Franklin Covey. Um, I live by that. Now, in today's day and age, I use an electronic calendar, 
but I believe that you've got to have one calendar, one calendar for everything, for your personal life, your work life, your business, your kids' events, everything goes all on one calendar. Now, you might be thinking, well, that's, uh, you know, I need to keep them all separate. No, you don't have to. And if you don't, here's what's going to happen. I've seen it happen too many times to people. If you don't have everything all in one place, you're going to miss something. And it's probably going to be something that's pretty darn important, and it's usually a personal commitment. I can think of a story where a person I worked alongside had two different calendars, and she forgot to pick her seven-year-old up at school because it wasn't on her work calendar. You want to have really strong leadership skills. And the larger your organization gets, the stronger your skill set must be when it comes to leadership. But you don't have to wait to develop that. You want to start practice being a leader right from the beginning, even if it's just you all by yourself. You want to be confident because at the end of the day, people aren't going to follow somebody who's wishy-washy, right? You don't need to know it all to be a strong leader. Humility is a big asset. I mean, you know, what you, what you need to do is you need to surround yourself with people. And here's something else that's really critical for anybody that's a really strong leader. Leaders know when to lead, and they also know when to follow. Developing leaders, developing others. You know, this great industry, network marketing, is about the art of duplication. You want to ask yourself, are you worth du duplicating? You need to make sure that you're developing your skills. And as you develop them, you can't ask somebody to do something that you haven't done yourself. So whether that's with courses, events, whatever the case may be. And this is so critical for you that you know how to develop others because the only way you're really going to succeed in this business is when you are able to teach others how to succeed. It's just what Zig Ziglar said, the more people you help, the more you're gonna be successful. And I'm paraphrasing it, but you know what I mean. You've gotta be able to develop others. And you gotta know this, that not everybody wants to be developed, if you will. And you've gotta be okay with that. That's a skill that you've gotta learn and you've gotta figure out who you're gonna work with. You see, you can't want it more for them than they want for themselves. And that is a trap I see so many network marketers fall into. And it's really important, you know, when you're developing others is that you have to know what they want and the why. That goes back to the goal setting. And you have to know, too, are they willing to do what it takes? It's not about sacrificing. It's trading time now for that freedom later. Next skill is recognition, and this is a skill that I believe is ignored way too much, but it's one of the best parts about being in network marketing. Not only receiving recognition, but my favorite part is giving recognition. Seeing others on your team on stage and being recognized to me is so rewarding. It's kind of like you're a proud parent. You want to find a way to recognize people at every encounter, not just the big corporate events or on a Zoom meeting, a team meeting, whatever, anytime you're having any sort of a conversation. 
So big or small, you want to make sure you're recognizing them. It is a big mistake. No, it's a huge mistake that many make, not only people but companies, is that they only recognize that top producer. And you, you can see it on people's faces. Oh, that person again. Here they come again. Okay. How do you think that makes the little guy feel? There needs to be more recognition. There's an abundance of recognition. You've got to find it. And it doesn't always have to be monetary. Sometimes it's just those little words that's sending them a card. There are lots of different things that I teach on that. But if you don't recognize the little guy, they're feeling not good enough and they're not going to leave. I always found that if people knew they were going to be recognized, they show up for a meeting. You just got to find something to recognize them for. There's always something. You want to make it genuine recognition, and guess what? That's going to make them want to rise to the top to get the stage recognition. But recognize, recognize, recognize. Recognize them as they climb their way to the top. You got to be a critical thinker. You've got to have good critical thinking and decision-making skills. Again, goes back to not being wishy-washy. You know, you're making skill. You're making these decisions all day long. Some of those are really big decisions, but most of them are really kind of small. You've got the income-generating activities that you're doing. You've got non-income-generating activities. Quite frankly, you just can't do it all. So you got to decide what you're going to do. You're going to have to decide on what investments you need to make for your business, whether it be monetary or it be time. A critical mistake that many business owners make is that they just can't make up their mind. They're so afraid that they're going to make a mistake. Well, I'm going to tell you right now, you are going to make a mistake. But as you progress, you're going to learn how to pivot. And you're going to learn from that. Okay, you can't worry about what you did before. Now you've got to look forward. You've got to learn how to, con how to pivot. And here's a trick. Most people don't believe this, but this is absolutely true. The most successful people in business, including network marketers, make a decision and they make it fast. They really make it fast. The worst mistake you can make is to not make a decision. You don't want to get analysis paralysis because quite frankly, all you're doing is procrastinating, and it feels good to make a decision. Whether it's the right one or the wrong one, you've made a decision. Financial management. Let's see, see you are running a business, and it all really starts with a budget. No matter how big your business is, you should have a budget. You should know what your fixed costs are each month, whether it be your internet, website, whatever it is. But you should know what your fixed costs are every month. You need to know what you need to earn to cover those costs. Quite frankly, I strive to do this in the first week of the month. I want to get it out of the way. You also need to de determine your monthly allowance for your personal product purchases. I really do subscribe to the methodology of replacing. I'm not saying go into your cabinet and throw everything out. What I'm saying is, is if you run out of something, make sure that you're striving to replace, replace it with something that your company sells. Okay, that's the best way to learn about the products. You know you need to be a product of the product, but just replace it. 
This is a great method to teach your team, no matter how long they have been with you, is to use the replace method, not throw it out. Here's a great thing. You can take that off your grocery bill. Okay, so it really should be just a wash. Don't forget, you've got a budget for your personal development because leaders are learners. They will set aside a portion of their earnings each month. And when you do that, when you invest in yourself, you know that it's going to come back to you tenfold. And here's skill number 13, the last one we're going to talk about, and that is self-awareness. You have to learn how to become more self-aware. You have to know what your strengths are and where you have opportunities. And see, you don't have to be good at everything. You have to be aware enough of what you're not good at that maybe I should farm it out to somebody else. Another part of becoming self-aware is you have to learn how to become a better student. I've seen it too often as people climb up the ladder. Um, they tend to become less coachable, less humble, and you need to continue to be coachable, and you've got to ask yourself, am I coachable? You've got to be aware enough that you need to set up some sort of a personal growth path for yourself, and you have to know, you have to learn that you can't know everything, so you want to start learning how to join, how to become active in joining mastermind groups, because that way you're surrounding people with other like-minded people, other people that have skills that might know of somebody else. But being self-aware is really, really important. Really, really important. So, so I know I went through those 13 skills fast, and man, there's a lot more to it. And in my membership site that I've developed for network marketers, I cover all 13 skills in depth. And it's all about you developing those skills. And in my membership site, Honestly, it costs you less than a latte uh, for a whole month where you've got access to videos and lives and all of those things are really focused on helping you to enhance your skills as a network marketer. You can even submit questions to me and I'll get those answered for you. You can find out more info on that at my website, coastjanetm.com. But I want you to know that you really do have the ability to achieve anything you truly want. It's just about developing the skills. You've just got to become more professional at what you do. You know, when people say, well, anybody can do network marketing. Oh, yes, they can. But not everybody can do it well. They can if they have the skills. And when you combine having these polished skills and the will and the desire to succeed, there is no stopping you. So I want to thank you for joining me today, and I look forward to seeing you in the next episode. Thanks for listening. This podcast was designed to help you, the network marketer. If you have a specific topic or struggle that you would like me to cover, please send me a message. If you enjoyed today's episode, please share it with others. Tag me, Janet Metzger, on social media, or leave a rating and review. For more tips and tricks, join my Facebook community at the Network Marketers Den. Thanks again for listening.